Daryl McKeever. Moments in motivation. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to all and everyone. Regardless of who you are, how you are, or where you are, greetings and welcome to Moments in Motivation. This is your podcast host, Daryl McKeever. I'm here for you to present short lessons and discussions that empower, encourage, and challenge today's Christian and non-Christian listeners to find greatness within themselves. No subject is taboo as societal, current events, and spiritual topics are discussed. Moments in Motivation is designed to fuel your personal journey forward, help develop a greater introspection, a larger sense of inclusion, and the goal will always be a closer walk with Christ. So let's enjoy our time together and hopefully explore and share some mind-opening dialogue. Greetings, 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 my people. Greetings, hello, and welcome. Welcome to Moments in Motivation. You're here with me, Daryl McKeever, your podcast host, and we're about to embark on another wonderful voyage, hopefully to share some information, some talking points, some intellect, some laughs, all of those things which can be shared right here, as I call it, the living room. It's good to be with you. It's good to be with you. And let me start off by giving shouts out. Shout out to Germany. Germany, Frankfurt, Frankfurt am Main. And I know I'm saying it incorrectly, but Frankfurt in Germany. Loyal listeners there, thank you so much. Sylvania, Ohio, thank you so much. Norfolk, Virginia, Tucson, Arizona, Mount Vernon. I see you in the house, Mount Vernon. That's good stuff. Love that you all join us. It, it is becoming an international affair. And it's just, it's warming. It's good. It's warming. Especially as we go through these cold temperatures here in the Northeast. It has been frigid during the past week. But that never stops us. That doesn't stop Stop us with moments in motivation. You know that you can reach out to me, and some of you actually do. And the question, the question came up, where and how do I start a Bible reading? You know, I stress so much that people read, people investigate, people search for information. And, you know, each week as we speak here on the podcast, I normally bring up some scripture and I'll point to certain scriptural, uh, you know, paragraphs and phrases and just to try to strengthen our conversation. But it's always important to know, where do I start? And that question did come up. Where do I start? Daryl, how do I start reading the Bible? As I urge and invite people to do more Bible reading, I'm aware that everyone is not comfortable or familiar with starting comfortable or familiar with the Bible, comfortable or starting just in reading in general. Everyone is not a reader. 
everyone learns differently. Everyone has a different trigger for their learning process as we've learned through the years. But the three words I can say, it is easy. It is very easy to get started. It's no different than starting anything else. It's not a formal experience. It's not a spiritual experience or an experience that has to happen. It has to happen in order for you to have a relationship with God in Christ. Can you have a relationship with God in Christ and not be a Bible reader? Yes, you can. You're darn skippy that you can. Let's remember, we serve a simple and loving God. He never said that if you are not a Bible reader or a great studier of the Bible, he will not honor or communicate with you. That is for sure. You know, as we think back through the scripture, the disciples, the 12 that followed Jesus, his students, the disciples themselves were initially not educated men. They were a diverse group. They were laborers, those that worked with their hands. They were fishermen. Of course, tax collectors as Matthew. Of course, he had a certain acumen, but they were craftsmen. Of course, some had more educational training than others. But being a great reader had nothing to do with being chosen by the Christ. Also remember, the New Testament, and we'll talk about that in a few moments, the New Testament as we know it did not exist. The gospel of Christ or the accounts of his life weren't written at all until about 70 AD, about 70 years after his death. So there was no, listen, you better get over there and read Romans. You better read Ephesians. You need to read Philippians. No, there was not. That, that did not exist. And you know, as I speak of those particular books, just in reference, just in joke and jest, those were letters from the apostle by the Apostle Paul sometime after the death of Christ. They were initially letters, private letters, that Paul wrote the varying congregations, congregations that needed his wisdom, they needed his help, they needed his tutelage, and he gave it to them by writing private letters. We got a hold of those letters, made a collection of them, and of course, formulated these will all be part of the New Testament, of course. But I say all that to say this very simply. Don't stress. If you're not a great reader or have never read the Bible, do not stress. And when I refer to reading the Bible, let me be clear that I'm speaking of reading the New Testament, which is which of course is a collection of the Gospels, the account of the life of Christ, as well as the letters of Christian leaders, such as Paul, John, James, and Peter. I'm not referring to such books as Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. These give the total account of the Hebrews, the Hebrew people, and their leaders and laws. The characters such as Moses, David, Adam and Eve, Jacob, I'm not talking about reading of those particular characters, those stories. And those stories and accounts are very interesting and very colorful. 
of the New Testament is created to build the Christian. And being a stronger Christian is the goal. But as we discuss where and how to start, I'd like to remind everyone one more time, be relaxed with it. It's not a major ordeal. Be relaxed. Let it grow. Hopefully your interest will grow. Hopefully your search for information will grow. Reading the New Testament gives one the opportunity to have a different and better focus of God and Christ. It's my, if my focus is different, I may become closer to Christ. I may. My desire to live, act, and react differently will be greater once I understand Christ more. And I can only get that understanding. Wait, let me rephrase that. It helps for me to get that understanding through reading. It helps for me to get the understanding through reading the New Testament. The more I read, the more I have the ability to understand the mind of God. Yes, you'll have a better understanding of the mindset of God. You know, when we actually talk about breaking down where we want to start our reading endeavor, I always like to urge a person to start with reading the book of Acts. The account of the very first Christians, the disciples, after the death of Christ, the early believers, how the movement started. See, the idea is to build a stronger Christian. So to me, it's important to know and have some understanding of the origins of Christianity. Acts gives us that. Acts also gives us the origins of the Apostle Paul. And I believe that that is critical. Paul, as you'll read as you go through, was granted with the assignment of furthering the word of Christ to the Gentiles, those who are not Hebrew or Jewish. Most of our listening audience is Gentile. Paul was assigned to speak to us. Paul was assigned to spread the word of Christ throughout the world at that time. Much of that world was non-Jewish. The book of Acts will give you and give us that information. And now, you know, it's interesting I say, start with the book of Acts. And I often tell a new reader to read about one half of that entire book. See, reading, a lot of times people become discouraged, people become bored, they become sidetracked. Uh, they don't mind reading for an evening or so. But then... You know, real life kicks in. Hey, I got to take care of the kids. I've got to do this. I'm a little tired after work. I always urge, read about one half of the entire book. It can become a little less entertaining as you go on through Acts, maybe a little bit tedious as you get toward the end. And so one of the quests I like to push is to make sure you stay comfortable. Like I said, this is not a hard thing. It should be it should be enjoyable on some level. 
seeking information should be enjoyable. Now, once someone reads Acts, they become acquainted with the Apostle Paul. And again, I'm going to reiterate, becoming acquainted with Paul is very, very important. There are 27 books in the New Testament, and I'm urging everyone to read. 27 books. 14 of those books was written by Paul. There are 27 books in the New Testament. Paul is the author of 14 of those books. Very important person, character to know about. And one of those books, as you go on, after you've read part of Acts, I suggest to read the book of Ephesians. It's a letter. You'll also hear the word epistle. A letter written by Paul to that congregation in Ephesus. It gives great information, great foundational thinking for the Christian. The aspect and objective should always be growth. Now, in regard to reading the Gospels or you want to become more familiar with the life of Christ, Matthew is a great starting place. Matthew, and I always push for a person to read Matthew's, the chapters five through seven. Now, that doesn't mean just pick up a New Testament and go to those chapters. But five through seven in Matthew give an excellent basis of the entire gospel and mission of Jesus. Many wonderful Christian fundamentals can be found in Matthew, the sixth chapter. I also urge people to read John, the Gospel of John. It is emotional, uh, a bit shorter than the others. And I believe John is a, is a, is a good place. A, a new reader or any reader is able to really identify with some of the passion, the emotion that John brings forth as you read. As I stated earlier, it's okay to be relaxed in your reading. Let the reading grow. You may not read for a long period of time. You may not re- sit down and read for two hours. You might not read every day. You might give an attempt, but you know, it doesn't always happen. Just be relaxed on yourself. And you know what? I'm going to throw this portion in. As I said before, everyone learns differently. You may not always be a great reader, but you can always be a great collector of information. I'm a, I'm a big, big advocate of Bible Gateway. This is not a commercial for Bible Gateway or a plug, but Bible Gateway. Get the application, Bible Gateway. And someone will say, oh, Daryl, I've got the Bible on my phone. That's not what I'm saying. Please get the application Bible Gateway. The the biggest, the, the greatest asset to having Bible Gateway, you can get it on your phone. You can have it on your tablet. You can have it on your, on your computer. Bible Gateway has an audio option where you can listen to the Bible. Listen to the entire Bible. You can listen and 
through listening, you get a whole different perspective other than through reading. Reading gives you one perspective. Reading gives perspective. Reading gives you the option to learn in a certain in a certain way, but listening gives you the option to learn in another way. And if you're able to listen, you're able to pick up certain things, certain small segments and and really have them be a part of you. You're able to listen and there are a, a, a number of different versions that you can listen to. I'll talk about that in a moment. And different authors that are, are, are reading or, shall we say, narrating. And one of the narrators that I like to use, I like to listen to Max McLean. Um, British uh, gentleman, I believe, because he has that British accent. And he sounds just great. He just just wonderful. He gives a great interpretation and great narration of the Bible. So get your Bible gateway, download the app. You know, in terms of a version or translation, I like to push the NASB, which is New American Standard Bible, or the NIV, which is the New International Version. Version, I'm sorry. They're very accurate translations and also bring a sense of common language. You will enjoy those, especially I love the accuracy. It's the accuracy from the original translation and it's, it's very sound. NASB is very sound and NIV is very sound. Any translation that you pick up, that you decide to use, that you decide to read, such as uh, forms of living Bibles, many of them have a lot of common language, a lot of modern language. Go for it. Yes, do it. It's okay to read in comfortable modern dialect. It doesn't take away from the information being learned and helps to make many lessons digestible. Go ahead, listen to it, read it, however you can digest it. I don't recommend a King James Version. I don't. I don't recommend it. Nothing wrong with it. I just don't recommend, recommend it. The language can be difficult and can make reading a task and somewhat confusing. We don't want the reading to be a task. We don't want the language to be confusing. We don't want those things. We want things to be smooth so that you can pick things up so that you can grow. That is my word for the day. So you you can grow and expand. See, no one that I know speaks in an old European dialect from medieval England. Just no one that I know speaks like that. And so I don't believe that reading in that dialect is fruitful. Those are just my particular thoughts. Your search for information should not be an intellectual pursuit. And I talk about that often. I write about that often. It should not be an intellectual pursuit. And what I mean by an intellectual pursuit, to be heady, to be smarter than someone else, to have more information because this makes me greater, this makes me grander than the next person. No, the pursuit, again, for the sixth or seventh time should be growth, personal growth, growth. As I grow personally, my growth allows me to share Christ in a more meaningful way. And the pursuit should be to share Christ. If I'm able to have more information, my understanding can be greater. I can understand Christ. I can understand the mind of Christ. I can understand the mind of God. 
I can become a more sound Christian. I can be just become a more sound person just through reading and understanding more. And you should never be in a situation where we're only taking in information that we receive from teachers, pastors, speakers. That information should light a fire under us, yes. But then go, find information on our own, read on our own, have our own minds and expand. It's all the same information. And so the interpretation will not, should not vary. It should all put us on the same wonderful page. You know, as I speak about just sharing and growing, there are many ways to do that. Again, I say reading, I say listening, I say using the app. Um, it's okay to uh, use uh, software. It's okay to use search engines just to find information and expand your interests. Reading should be in a comfort zone. Praying should be in a comfort zone. And those comfort, zone, those comfort zones will expand. Your courage in those comfort zones will expand all in time. It's okay to grow slow. It's okay to grow fast. But the key is to grow. Just love sharing some words, just a few words, and hopefully sparking you to want to be greater, greater in your reading, greater in your talking. It's okay to just talk casually with others, with others who are having the same thoughts, others who are want to share information with you. That's all good stuff. You know, we talk about basketball games and football games. We talk about entertainment and singers and rappers and all that good stuff. You know, in our casual conversations, it's okay to talk about, you know, some Bible reading too. It's okay to talk about Christ. It's okay to talk about Paul. It's okay to talk about Peter. It's, talk, it's okay to talk about, you know, what happened in Acts. It's okay to talk about those things too. And so I, I'm hoping that that will become part of your weekly conversations as you go through life. Please, share the podcast. It's it's wonderful just in, in meeting some of you virtually and talking to you. Share the podcast. Let someone know. Hey, moments and, vo- and motivation is there. And you're doing a wonderful job in spreading the word. Trust me. You know, you can reach out on social media as well. I'm on Twitter at Daryl McKeever. Find me. Send me a message. Talk. Follow. 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 I post. I put up some posts, some inspirational posts and hopefully motivational posts. Also, you know I love watching my 76ers and so I put up posts about my Philadelphia 76ers as well. But hey, come aboard. And of course, you can always reach out to me. Daryl Podcast at gmail.com darylpodcast at gmail.com d-a-r-y-l rewire the quest to become closer to Christ my latest book please get a copy it's been described as a great read a comfortable read an easy read so I want to share that with you as we go through another week hopefully 
we will be back in the living room very soon, conversing and sharing with one another. It has been great being with you for these few moments until we meet again. I say these words. Peace. Thank you for listening to Moments in Motivation. Bye-bye.